right, so for Three Old Geeks Unlimited, we are reviewing episodes of Avengers, The Earth's Mightiest Heroes, and Justice League. And we are at the Avengers episode, Winter Soldier, which debuted on September 30th, 2012. Directed by the late, great Boyd Kirkland. Written by Man of Action Studios and James Felder. And so the uh, Red Skull, uh, this is a, man, this is one of my goods. It's a classic matchup <coughs> between two of the biggest Captain America stories of all time. One from the old school with the, the sleepers. Sleepers, yes. And uh, the new school with the Winter Soldier. And you find out the Winter Soldier is Bucky. Yeah. So uh, that was one of my goods. What were your goods? The sleepers. Although the old sleepers are so much better than the I love the, I, the uh, they... The, this is like a transformer. It was like a Voltron, Voltron the Voltron thing, yeah. sleepers, yeah, yeah. I, with the red skull head. Yeah, no, the old sleepers. It was like a, it was like a, a plane, a robot, yeah. and then like the skull on top or something. Yeah, it was yeah. really cool. It was a cool old school. Yeah, I didn't. The, when they put the red skull on top, I went. Well, that they actually had in the original one. Too. Yeah, that was yeah that was that was original. Uh, what else was good here, boys? Oh, I didn't have any goods. Okay. You didn't have any goods. I didn't. All right. Oh uh, I loved uh, the classic <laughs> Red Skull with, like, the green jumpsuit. Yes. Like, that's like a throwback to the old Kirby. When did he have time to change into that? He was in jail. That was, like, his yeah, prison uniform. I thought it was cool. Okay. Why, why did because they let him wear their costumes in jail. I don't understand why, but let's... Okay. Uh, again, I thought this was a great match with two, two of the biggest Captain America stories. And then I loved the big guns versus the giant robot. Like Vision, Thor, Ms. Marvel, yes. and Iron Man, like, and uh, I thought that was fucking awesome. That's part of my because <laughs> you ruined everything, Keith. All right, what were the bads? The Ruinator. <laughs> I didn't have any bads in this. Okay, I didn't really have any bads. All right, to, go to take me out the the opening scene where Bucky's like investigating and the fucking thirty foot tall giant Hydra robot sneaks up on him. I had a fucking problem with that. It was kind of stupid. No, because they're programmed to tiptoe. Oh, okay. Tiptoeing. It was softer ground, too. Yeah. Tiptoeing on softer ground. All right, noted. All right, what were the uh, what were <laughs> the nitpicks on this one, boys? Enough of us. Um, okay, so there's no way for the vision to get inside this robot. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> we got to get inside this ro- there's robot. There's no way to get through the external armor in time yeah. before he gets to the capital. Yeah. The vision can't? <laughs> we're, we're Wait, him, what? We're hitting him with everything and it's not breaking, but then, you know, Captain America just goes right through the eye, too. You know what? The funny, I think is funny as and shit. Anyway, eyes. yeah, in through the eyes. What the fuck? Are you serious? But they have the giant sleeper walking through the countryside. First of all, the, none of the rocks crush Bucky. Because I don't know why. When the damn thing goes up through the mountain. Okay, so he knocked the amount again physics and dirt people. Anyway, they didn't study dirt. They didn't study dirt, but then Captain America throws his shield at it. I went, "Are you kidding me? Really? He just he hit it at the exact right spot to to keep it tumbling over." No, before before that, he throws his shield at it. Kading. Well, I'm like, what he could do against it? It's a giant robot, dude. What do you want him to do? Curse at it? I don't know, but. You take away his shield and he's useless. And this, he's useless with his shield. You'd think that Cap could come up with something, I don't know, strategic. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's why you had Nick Fury there. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, I, I, I had issues with the vision is flying and pushing something. Again, to be flying, you have to be lighter than thing. He's not pushing that... 
big thing. He's going through it, which he should have anyway. It, I really hate. So is Thor lighter than air when he's flying? No, he's, but that's not how Thor flies. Well, okay, then I'm going to cite the fact that that Thor spins his hammer around and hurls it, and it's the it's the uh, momentum Force. behind the. So how can he float in air and push the he robot? Can't. No. Thank you. I get that too. Yeah, but you're not making fun of your hero. You're making fun of my hero, man. <laughs> I love Vision, but they never use him right. Him and Martian Manhunter and Justice League, they never use their intangibility at all. It, it's their greatest weapon. No one can touch them. And they're like always like, again, getting hit by Vision would have had this thing sussed in four minutes. <laughs> I agree. He'd have gone right through the thing. He'd have beaten up Red Skull. He would have. But, and then but that would have been a Captain America story, so you can't do it. So what you get is Captain America throwing his shield. Ka-ting. Yeah. <laughs> Captain America go, hey, Vision, go through there and blitz it. Then, then Again, America. uses strategery. <laughs> and, and the computer brain of Vision who can't think about phasing through things. Yeah. Oh, my God, it's a robot. I can't phase or, through that. Or, that how, would be sick. How about you go up in space and make yourself 500 tons like and land on it? Yeah. 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 Oh, that would have been a good one, too. Something. Just, or just sit on his I'm head and it. make yourself 500 tons. I'm going to push it. I thought that the uh, <laughs> guidance system for the robot was conveniently wired right underneath the panel where the Red Skull had Bucky and Captain America or Rippler. Yes. yes. He literally punches through the wall, pulls out a bunch of wires, and the robot's, the robot's disabled. It's like, I think I would have put the robot CPU somewhere other than where I had the captured person. Contractors. He didn't do it and, himself. And... How did he punch? He more like pushed. Yeah, it was good. Because he uh, stuck to the wall. Yeah, it was yeah. kind of weird. I don't know. Didn't, that bothered me. All right, was there any glee in this one, boys? Yes. What was your glee? Oh, yes. Oh, yes? Oh, yes. Who's the hoe in my yes? Avenging Angel. Vision's cape. Because in this one, it's not like a fucking oh, they cone. Did, at one point, at one point it was, but then it went back to like the way it should be. I didn't see that. I didn't yeah. see the He's cone. I went, like, oh my god, he doesn't have cone cape. It doesn't look like a doggy cone. It's like a Christmas tree fly. <laughs> <laughs> like I, a Martha I Stewart argue, Christmas I understand decoration. It, you guys, uh, I understand the love that you guys just don't. So, unless you like saying that it moves like a propeller to. Push him because he's so Yeah, light. that could be. Do you have any glee, you fucking Jesus? Let's get out, get through this. You, you fucking, fucking Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> you fucking Jesus. <laughs> you can put that in the beginning. Keith. No, no, the, my, no my son. The numbers guy. I, the fucking Jesus. <laughs> I was trying to swear at you, Keith, and you got me so frustrated, I'm confusing my swear words. Do you have any glee? <laughs> you mother bitch. <laughs> Other than this segment? Part of the segment? No. I'm very gleeful about this. <laughs> I think we killed Brian. <laughs> All right. Brian's having a heart attack. Keith's annoying the shit out of me. I'm just going to go with the sleepers have awoken and the famous fucking flaming font that, that I remember cool. from yeah, a kid cool. in the cool. jail cell when the Red Skull escapes. Yes. What was the star rating on this? Wait, wait. Is this glee? Why are you yelling? Because I'm so happy, Keith, that I want to... Get across my excitement over this episode. What was the goddamn? <laughs> Two and a half. <laughs> I thought it was a normal episode. 
Brooklyn. We Brooklyn. <laughs> Right, I am, I, I, I am laughing and crying in frustration right now. Uh, I'll say it was a, a two-star episode. I have nothing further to say. <laughs> I'm give it three stars just to be more optimistic. <laughs> just so that you can bring the average to <laughs> exactly average it out, right? Uh, <coughs> if I don't have a brain aneurysm, we'll continue this review series. I'm safe. You gotta have a brain. <laughs> Alright, so for Three Old Geeks Unlimited, we are reviewing episodes of Avengers, The Earth's Mightiest Heroes, and Justice League, and we are at the Justice League two-parter Brave and the Bold, which debuted on March 10th and 17th of 2002, directed by Dan Reba, with a story by Rich Fogel and Paul Dini, and a teleplay by the late great Dwayne McDuffie, and this is, well, it starts off with the Flash and Green Lantern teaming up against Gorilla Grodd. It's the introduction of Grodd. In, introduction of Grodd into the DCAU, voiced by the Great Powers Booth. And uh, eventually gets to uh, Wonder Woman, Hawkgirl, and Batman all being involved, and it ends up in Gorilla City. So this is a great kind of uh, early 60s Flash throwback, if you will. Yes. So were there any, uh, any goods in this one? You know, I did have one. And it was in the first episode, and that was um, showing police manipulation when they were uh, oh yeah, interrogating the Flash. Interrogating the Flash. Yeah, and he's like, I'm so tired. And they're like, well, just stay up for a little bit longer. Let's answer some questions. And I was like, oh, my God. And uh, the head police, uh, the police sergeant or whatever, the big guy was uh, the great Bill Duke. Ah, doing the voice. And they okay. even drew him a little bit to look like him or something like that. But yes, that was pretty cool. Yeah, that they showed that. Uh, and then they mirrored it in uh, in the gorilla uh, yeah, with interrogation. The, the, uh, Keith, did you have any goods? No. Wow. All right. Uh, I know a monkey thing, and I didn't have any goods. Wow. I'm a little Usually, surprised. Well, there was no roller skating monkeys, so that's... There oh, yeah. No, uh, none of them juggled or anything cool. <laughs> The uh, second episode had a little uh, a little early Batman Wonder Woman interaction that kind of led to where they were in the Justice League Unlimited. So I'm gonna say now that I feel that that was a bigoted, <laughs> stereotypical representation of monkeys that they all juggle or smoke cigars or stand on top of little musical boxes. I can't believe you went there, Keith. We're gonna lose our, our monkey I audience. I love the f- well. Rod hated uh, bananas. That's Santa. Gorillas do. Do they? Yeah. Why? Because they're mushy. <laughs> okay. Okay, so back to the episode. <laughs> what were the bads in this one? <clears throat> okay, I had a few bads. I really am tired of Flash being the super idiot. Mm, yes. What? Yeah, I. you know what? When he's screaming at Grodd in the crowd, I was like, come on. Really? First of all, you're in a red suit. That's not going to stand out. But then, and then when the girls were throwing shit at him, and he's like, hey, remember me? I was like, come on, Flash. This is just stupid. I already don't think that um, Jon Stewart and Wally West have the same 
uh, chemistry as Hal and Barry. Yeah. No. So it really was. I, I didn't. I didn't like the team up, but just Flash as the super idiot is really getting tired. And you know what? The mad scientist chick that's really into gorillas trope has gotten old. Well, that, that's just, that's just a, a hackneyed bit. Of, I, I don't recall ever seeing that before. That's just a natural fact. That is Bay a hackneyed Ray, King bit. Kong, you know. Yeah, you know what? Come on. Uh, you know what? I, I'm tired of it. Keith, did you have any bads? No, I got more hugs than bads. All right. Uh, Brian, I think you've brought this up in past episodes before. This portrayal of super speed. Oh, I hate it. It's just, it's, they do it better live action. Yes. It, this is just, I don't know if it was just, it's tough to animate that. I don't know if this was still hand-drawn or something like that. It just seems like he's running and they kind of blur the lines a little bit. Like, And he doesn't go that fast. He doesn't go well, that fast. my huh. Yeah, he, okay. He can't well, that, catch a truck. My haw is directly linked to that, and it is yes, he, he can't, can't catch, catch a, a tr- fucking semi truck. Yeah. The yeah. fastest man alive cannot it, beat it, a truck. It, it, it drives 14 miles, and he's still chasing after it. <laughs> he should have been able to run around the world like yeah. seven he, times. He should have been able to run around the world and been in front of it yes. before it got to block up. Yeah. 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 And then also, him, like, how strong is Flash? He's carrying a 400-pound gorilla, which gorilla's way more than that, I think, but he's carrying a 400-pound gorilla. Well, he makes that joke about I, being more than 400 pounds. That's I, a joke he makes. I know, but so that means he can lift more than 400 pounds? He's, he's an athletic, healthy young man, <laughs> unlike us. Have you ever been that athletic you can lift no, 400 pounds? I've never been that athletic in my life. Okay. I was thinking about like 175. Could I do it? Yeah, I first had a question when he pulled the two guys out of the truck. I'm like, that's two full grown men. That's like 300 pounds. He had momentum behind him. Yeah, there's momentum. And there's yeah, the that speed. works. That works. <laughs> momentum, and then he floats him a little bit. <laughs> he floats. <laughs> He's kicking his legs so fast he flies. He floats him. <laughs> but vibrates yeah. him. Yeah. And then he goes and lifts, lifts uh, whatever his name is, the gray gorilla, Solvar. Yeah, him, Silverback, that guy. Flash is pretty tough. He, he, yeah. Is he the brave or the bold? Which one's which? Neither, because that's a Batman team up. Brian, did you have any uh, us? <laughs> Why did we let Keith talk? <laughs> it wasn't, but I'm writing that down. You know, so when they go, there's the super generator. Now, I'm looking at the super generator, and I know it's a cartoon, but I'm thinking to myself, the super generator's kicking up some power. If you stand there and blow it up, it's going to be bad. <laughs> That's just, and, and I'm not even, but you have control panels and shit. Why not just walk over and look? Like uh, Black Panther in that fucking Avengers, Avengers cartoon. Yeah. He just walks over and he studies it for a minute and then he teleports him. And it's that easy. Nothing has to blow up. Nothing has to. And this is probably in like English rather than. Yes. And Green. yeah, he could have just walked up and looked and went, "Where's the off button? There's yeah. got to be an or off." You could button. have had the flash super speed hit every single button until it that could have been bad too. Uh, yeah, but it still would have made more sense yeah. than trying to blast it with your ring because it's going to blow up, you idiot. That's what Green Lantern does. He blasts things with his ring. So then they blow up the uh, missile, and Hawk Girl immediately goes to the flaming end of it to to track it down, and not the blow upy end. <laughs> Why wouldn't she go for the blow-up end? That, to me, seems like the more important end of the rocket. The, yeah, the, the blow fire... Up the blow-up end. 
The fiery it's end. It's a technical term, but he'll explain. You and your engineering jargon, Brian. <laughs> he went to I college. am sorry to use the NASA nomenclature, but I'm going to in this episode. Why wouldn't you go for the blow-uppy end? I, it doesn't make sense to me that she didn't. And Wonder Woman, there were some things about the animation on the Wonder Woman part that I thought were cool. Like when she goes through the building, it actually blows her off the front of it, and she's still holding on. And then she works her way back up. And then when she hits the ground, the front, the the nose part, actually crunches in with the force. I thought, oh my god, they actually animated that. That's cool. Yeah, (laughs) that's cool that they actually did that. I still think she would have broke a heel. Not on them Amazon boots. Oh, okay. Not on Amazon stiletto. You don't pop a heel on those. Not in dirt. <laughs> but I couldn't figure out why Hawkgirl did that. I just went, okay, now you're just an idiot. Don't go after the fiery end. The blow up end is important. I think somebody should have explained that to Hawkgirl. And then, like, they're all friends. After the gorillas, really in the interrogation, that was fucking brutal. <laughs> it was fucking brutal. They're shocking the shit out of them. They're knocking them around. They're fucking with him hard. And then he's about to uh, really tear into Hawkgirl. I thought there might be some gorilla shenanigans going on. Because shenanigans happen in Gorilla City. But then they're all friends at the end. Hey, we don't care that you interrogated us brutally. It almost tortured us to death. Almost tortured us to death. Hey, we're your people now. And wouldn't gorillas... It's a Munchhausen effect. They just oh, yeah. That... <laughs> Stockholm Syndrome. That's it. Uh, Don't you think, and it's just always, and this was as a kid, I thought this. So, because I always thought the name Gorilla City was just borderline super fucking stupid. Always thought that. Always. Don't you think gorillas would call themselves something else? You think they would call themselves gorillas? Don't you think they would call them like... Zimbabwe or some yeah. shit. You know, they would have come up with their own name. Simeon City. No, they would have come no, up with their own name. They would have had their own language. Oh, yeah. and they would have had their own language and they would have... In the Tarzan cartoon from Filmation, they did a good job with that. They actually called them the Mangani or whatever. And they yeah. had the Mangani City. And then... Yeah, because I thought Gorilla City was stupid. And um, why would you take your name, the name that your oppressors give you? Why not... Uh... As an act of defiance. No. Uh, okay. No. <laughs> no. And look at how super technologically they were advanced they were. That they got to beat the fuck out of Martian Manhunter. I mean, first of all, don't they, wouldn't they go, oh, you're green. I mean, that's different for us. Yeah, yeah. I, you know what? We're used to seeing you hairless ones who smell bad. But you're green. And something about that to me, as a gorilla in Gorilla City, doing gorilla things, would say that, this might be an interesting thing to explore. Like, there would be a gorilla scientist going, I want to dissect him. I want to dissect him. Uh, they'd have had that, but they didn't. And so uh, there was a lot about Gorilla City that um, that confuses me, that I think that they could update. Jeff Johns, get on that. Bunch of anti-gorilla sentiments. Sentiment. Yeah. I, I see that. Well, look at you. You start out the episode with the... Uh, uh, they don't juggle. They don't... Yeah. These these things don't do tricks for Keith, so they're not as uh, they're not as important. No, no. And that's 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 what Gorilla City represents. But I don't think that's right. 
I think that they'd have come up with their own name, oh, and I think you, they'd have been interested in the you, green guy. You gorilla suck up. <laughs> Brian's <laughs> gorilla sympathizer. And you know what? If there are uh, scientist chicks who are into gorillas, don't you think there was a gorilla out of that who'd be like, oh, look at that. That's a chick with wings. Ooh. Waka waka. Okay, now we're, we're just going to go to the glee now. <laughs> that he just did. Was there any glee in this episode? I, I just did. <laughs> You really did. Uh, I had none. I had none. I did not think it was a great two-parter. It wasn't a great two-parter. However, there was a couple of parts. Uh, get your stinking paws off me, you damn dirty humans. Was yeah, that was... That was good. That was a callback. It was kind of expected. Yeah, but not at the time that they did it. Then it was groundbreaking. And, well, okay, and shame on both of you being better comic guys than I am that uh, when... Grodd is is mind controlling the Flash, and they're doing the the bits with the mirrors, and then the Flash as a as a marionette and stuff like that. Those are callbacks to like the the great uh, Carmine Infantino and Murphy Anderson Flash covers from the sixties. I even I knew that. I was a Marvel zombie. I didn't read. I didn't start reading DC till the eighty late eighties. I am um, so I never, I never really saw those. Oh, okay. Well, I beat you guys on a comics thing then, for once. Yes, you're the Flash guy now from now on. From now on, you are the Flash guy. All right. Right on. That's cool. All right, so, the, oh, yeah, you like... He, no, because he was already really kind of the Avengers guy. But now he's pulled up a... And the Justice Society guy. Yeah. Because I, I don't touch what he knows. You're guy, and you're the Justice Society guy. So being the guys, what do you guys give this as a star rating? <laughs> guys over by there. You know what I I uh, I think in the pantheon of what we've seen, this is this, not one of the better. No, this episodes. is so it's a two and a half. It's just an average episode that doesn't. It's a two. Okay, I it's an average episode. However, the one thing I I was saving to the end here is you called it Brave and the Bold. Batman's in it for like five minutes. To me, that is like. The Brave and the Bold is Batman team up. So this not being a Batman team up, I'm taking a star off. Of uh, no, no, Brave that technically started, is not true. I know. Start out as Brave and that's, the Bold. Yeah, that's technically not However, true. The Brave and the Bold that I grew up with were Batman team up. Justice League started in Brave and the Bold. Yeah, it. Um, that's probably why they called it the Brave and the Bold. Oh damn it! It's my star rating, so I'm going to say if it's a two star because so, I called it Brave and the Bold. Let us know what you think. So the non DC <laughs> guy came up with Brave and the Bold.